Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen you are now, 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 now listening to two, 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 the P13 Podcast. Yeah. All right, welcome back to the P13 Podcast mm. with myself, Michael, and sitting across from me, Thomas. Very eventful. <laughs> I know. I paused for a dramatic effect. Is it because of the topic that we're talking about today? Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. But by uh, the way, I want to say the P13 Podcast, that's just rolling off the tongue these days. It has a fantastic ring to it good little jingle right yeah also we're in a good rhythm here we're in a good rhythm we're feeling feeling good about this little podcast project that we're doing and excited to have all of you on the journey with us absolutely absolutely this is not doable without the love and support of you the community Mm, and we much appreciate it yeah so this is uh our topic today something that is always affecting Living, breathing things with a heartbeat. I'd say for the most part. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. Um, there's there's biological foundation to this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes it's good. Most of the times it's bad. Well, I guess it depends on your perception. It can be good, can be bad. It leads to a lot of things. Maybe this thing is helping you reach new heights or you're able to hit your new PRs or things like that. Or it may even put you in the hospital if you're not taking care of it. It can affect the most basic things and make things even the most complicated in in sense. That's an attention grabber right there. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, but you're 100% right on that. Ah. Yeah. See, I'm, uh, I I was, this is a nice build. Yeah. It was a very nice build. Very nice build. Call is, call is falling into his role as host just (laughs) gracefully. Just gracefully. And Thomas is doing his all and he is fantastic. Doing a fantastic job as the information Appreciate it. book here. Appreciate it. But what we're talking about today is stress. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all deal with it. It's something that you'll, it's hard to ever let go because there's so many forms of it. Mm-hmm. So actually going to that, let's talk about it. Good stress. Yeah. So there's, what we'll do is we'll cover the various types of stress that, that we all experience. And this is a topic that is, you know, a lot of the topics that we talk about are related to physical training and training in the gym and and all that stuff and movement. But stress is a very big component of your training and what you get out of your training. So there are multiple types of stress that we all experience. And I'll talk a little bit more at the end about how stress is a constant in our lives mm-hmm. and what that looks like. But and maybe so, even some own personal maybe some personal endeavors yes <laughs> stories <experience>. anecdotes because <laughs> um, we've all been there we've yes. all been there uh, so there's a couple different types of stress so as Michael mentioned there's good stress right stress can be beneficial for us and and in fact is necessary for our growth so what would be considered a good type of stress is also known as eustress e u s T-R-E-S-S. Not Y-O-U stress, not you stress. Not you. Yeah, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good stress, some some characteristics of good stress, and I'll provide some specific examples, but generally good stress is short-lived, it's infrequent, it can be pod- part of a positive life experience, 
it inspires you to action and it helps you build yourself up. So some examples of this could be a new job. Uh, you know, a new coming into a new job is always stressful, right? You want to yeah. make sure you make a good impression. You don't know what your colleagues are going to think of you. Um, you know, you don't know how your relationship is going to be with your boss. There's just a lot of question marks and uncertainty around a new job, but going into that new job, you're also going to gain new skills. You're also going to grow as a person. So that's something that I would think of as an example of good stress. Like getting kind of like the butterflies that you get from going yeah. in on your first day. Right. And you're just yeah. Like, that's definitely a form of, of stress that manifests itself in that way in the physical body. Um, another example would be like a new relationship, right? Definitely butterflies there, mm-hmm. you, you know, especially if it's a person you really like. Yes. Um, and you want to, you want the relationship to go well. You know, there's going to be high anxiety, high excitement. Um, but obviously on the other end of that is potentially a long lasting, uh, uh, fruitful relationship. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny about this. I think this. I use fruitful I, correctly. I believe you put it in the right prospect there. Yeah. I think you're good. Yeah. Um, and it's funny cause it's also, it's kind of a two way street and it's like, yeah, we're talking about ourselves, but you don't know also what that second person or mm-hmm. second party is feeling too. And they might yeah. be feeling the same stress. Pro- as well. Yeah. Most likely they are. Yeah. yeah. Go on. So, and then like another last example there is like moving to, I put a better place. (laughs) We're not dying. No. Um, (laughs) Moving to a better place. Like for example, if you're in a a situation where you're living somewhere, you don't like your job there, blah, 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 all this stuff. And you have all these negative stressors around you moving to, you know, a place that you're happier. Maybe you're moving to uh, somewhere that you have family or something like that, a really positive support network. The move itself could be stressful, obviously, because moving almost always is no matter what's on the other end of that move. Um, but obviously it's going to position you in a, in a better situation for yourself physically, mentally, emotionally. And then Um, you also touched on it like a little bit of the antithesis of that. Is that right? We're throwing out big words today. Perhaps we are. Maybe we're (laughs) above our pay grade. What just happened? It's okay. We, I think we had a good amount of just a whole nother, intellectual level that we've <laughs> tapped into. Um, but you kind of mentioned it there too, is also the opposite of this. And it's like, you are moving into something because of some of the bad stress. Am I mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, how would you call, or what is the proper term for, for a bad stressor? So bad stress is known as distress, right? Which you hear that in a lot of different contexts. Like when someone is in distress, they usually are in a situation that they need help. Right. Um, so, characteristics of bad stress it's chronic uh it happens often so it happens very frequently it's negative depressing and demoralizing um it demotivates you and potentially paralyzes you and then it leaves you worse off than uh you were before um so an example of that is like say you are in a work situation where your relationship with your boss isn't the greatest and for you know whatever reason whether it's your fault or their uh own issues, they, they kind of get onto you daily or they yell at you daily or, you know, whatever that's, that's frequent enough where it's going to be just continuing to grind away at you. Um, and it's obviously not a good, a good feeling, um, to have that happen, you know, cause then every day that you're going into work, you immediately before it even happens, before the confrontation even happens, you, um, start to get those negative feelings, right? So then you show up and then if it does happen, just validates those feelings and it's just this continuous cycle. Yeah. 
And you mentioned a little bit of the emotional side here, like the emotions that you feel from the stress. And we've kind of touched on this before in our uh, one of our previous episodes regarding our back pain. So mm. having that stress of being in pain from the back and having those uh, demoralizing emotions like your sadness, your depressed, things like that. I mean, tell us a little bit more about that. Like, Because I know you said you had that back pain piece and you're stressing about it. So maybe just a quick revision of that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, a very strong tie between physical and mental, emotional stress. Right. And so, and, and some, some, uh, instances more than others, like I mentioned in that back pain episode, there does seem to be a high correlation between back pain and depression. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that physical, that physical stress, that injury, which is that, that's kind of how we can think of it can trigger that emotional stress as well. So for example, if you injured your back deadlifting, every time you go to deadlift, you may experience stress in the form of emotional stress because you walk up to that bar and boom, immediately like those concerns start to come back, mm -hmm. right? And there have even been some instances with people that I've worked with and perhaps even myself have, have experienced this as well where, you know, I'm, I'm going into a deadlifting session and maybe I'm trying to like, you know, not, not necessarily hit a PR, but hit a, hit a heavy weight for that day. And simply walking up to the bar can create that sensation of pain in that specific uh, spot where there is potentially an injury or where the injury occurred. Right. So that's kind of an interesting thing as well as like, you know, the, the physical experiences that we have can, lead to emotional responses that stick with us for quite a while. So, you know, and then there's, so along with physical talking as long, as long as we're talking about the kind of the physical element of stress, um, we got to remember that training itself is a stressor for the body, mm -hmm. right? Um, especially certain forms of training. So we're talking high intensity interval training and we talked a little bit about that in the cardio we episode. Did where if you do that every single day you're constantly like throwing your body into a fight or flight mode and if you do that too much it's going to essentially wear that system out right you kind um, of take away the brakes off your body and it's kind of just going yeah and it's just going all the time other things that could contribute to that would be like you know excessive ca caffeine consumption so if you're doing a hit of an hour hit session every day and pounding nine espressos Oof. and, you know, and like That's have a, a really stressful job, you know, then it's, you're just, the pedal is constantly to the floor yeah. in that situation. And now you're kind of accumulating this all the way through. Right. So it builds up, um, other physical stress, like we just talked about the injury. So injuries can create that physical stress that can be tied into emotional um, lack of sleep can also be a physical form of, of stress that definitely ties into emotional stress as well. Um, I know I have a trouble with that one. That's kind of one of my p big Achilles heels. There's that lack of sleep sometimes. Too much Netflix. I think so. He's, he's, uh, he's too much into Downton Abbey. Yes. Love that. Actually, you <laughs> it's know, the British accents. It is. But you know what? Actually, I went to a, a this is kind of off topic, but I went to. I like it. A um, 
what's those shows like whose line is it anyways or anything or improv improv show yeah, i went to an improv show and it's based off downtown abbey oh really very interesting how they played that all together i bet but it was <laughs> we I can go into that more off this topic love but. me some improv <laughs> um so yeah so then there's the the mental emotional stress which comes from uh Trauma can be trauma such as the back injury such as a back injury. Yeah. So that's one example. Another example, of course, is, you know, abusive relationship, Mm -hmm. um, death. Death. Yeah. Uh, so like loss falls into this, like losing, you know, could be death, could be, um, a relationship ending. Um, and then also just if you're in a relationship that is troublesome, uh, that can also be a form of mental and emotional stress. So then, kind of tying all those together. There's a concept that, um, that I learned about through precision nutrition. Um, and shout out to precision. Yeah. Well, PN shout out, um, uh, did a certification with them. So, uh, certified level one coach, no big deal. Um, (laughs) and there's a concept that they talk about that I find very interesting. Uh, and it's the concept of allostatic load. So what that means or what they're referring to is it's the the accumulation, the accumulation. Is it accumulation or accumulation? Accumulation. Okay, the accumulation. You're accumulating you're all accumulating these things. it all. So it's the accumulation of total stress from all factors. So that's pulling from physical stress, emotional stress, distress, you stress, right? Mm-hmm. All of those in your life, and it's basically what is the overall load of stress that you are experiencing in any given moment Mm. right um and so that's where if we are at a point where our allostatic load is really high and we try to throw training on top of that which that this is the most common situation that i see you know so if we have a really high allostatic load and we try to throw training on top of that it could be the straw that broke the camel's back so to speak would you be referencing more so of a a a allostatic load of negative stress or would it be like you know how well it's yeah so it's really it's really all stress okay because although you stress is generally good if it's added to if it's added to a high allostatic load it could be bad right so context matters just Mm -hmm. as in most things context matters um you know, if you've had a tough day at work, like here's an example. So you have a tough week of work and like, it's just, it's just a rough week overall at work, maybe with your relationship, whatever. And then that weekend you go house hunting, right? Which is a very positive, exciting experience, right? But is stressful at the same time. So I don't have enough money for that, but we, nobody does in this city. (laughs) Nobody does. We all po, um, <laughs> and uh, but it's so it's a very positive uh, experience generally because it's a it's a sign of a new chapter, right? Becoming a homeowner is a very big deal. But if it's at the tail end of a super hard week at, at work, and you know your spouse is maybe uh, you're having some challenges with your spouse, then that experience could be changed from positive to negative maybe you go on the tours with the realtors i don't even know how it works is that know. what you do but <laughs> I think so. you go on the tours with the realtors and you're just like already pissed and you're like this is stupid i don't like this house and maybe it's actually a house that you do like but because you're in that 
negative state of mind, you know, something that's eustress is kind of sh- changed into distress. Things are bleeding into each other. Yeah. Versus just having it in that subjective arena, right. so to say. Right. Maybe that's not the best way to say it, but like having that stress with maybe your partner, just having that as it's just it all combined together. Yeah. And the fact that it's all combined, you know, that then ties into that whole allostatic load Got concept. I so just, I, I find that a very helpful, um, way to look at it. And again, adding in a workout is no different. So what I see the most in our gym at project 13, um, a lot of our members are, are very driven professionals, uh, which is great. I love, I love the environment and the atmosphere that it creates. Um, because everyone is generally always trying to get better, like-minded, uh, like-minded, supportive of each other, supportive of each other too. Um, but I, I often encounter a lot of situations where people come to me and they're like, you know, I'm working X amount of hours and it's like, oh, it's a lot. Like I'm working 12 hours a day. Uh, and when I come in here, I just need to do hit, you know, I just need to do a hit session because it makes me feel good. And while yes, maybe it does, there's, there's a consequence to it. There's a consequence to it. And there's also like a concept that they're potentially missing in that that could just be driving them further into more stress, anxiety, you know, further into a sympathetic, a mm-hmm. constant, a constant sympathetic state. So that's a nervous system term, which I think we've talked about a few times, talked a but little bit about it. Yeah. your sympathetic state is your, your elevated state. It's high yep. awareness, high anxiety. It's you running, you know, from the predator, uh, yes. so to speak, to put it in a primal term. <laughs> um, and then the parasympathetic is like your brake pedal. It's your brake pedal. It's when you're calming down. It's when you're, it's your rest and gi- digest system. It's yep. your socialization system. Um, you know, and so when there's, when it's just constant sympathetic, like at a certain point, you're just going to break down. So little, little Thomas story here, this happened to me recently, you know, so we were at a point, we just actually changed into a different booking system. And so we had to migrate all our members over all their payment info over all this stuff. And there was just a lot of hangups with that on the end of the platform we were migrating away from. And then there was an issue with billing, blah, blah, blah. Like there were just, there were just some things that were not going smoothly. And so, you know, it, it kind of culminated. I do. I get, I get very amped about certain things (laughs) and Kala sees it. He sees the, he sees the behind the scenes, Thomas. Um, (laughs) But so it culminated with like this, uh, this was a few days ago where this payment issue occurred and I was just like, you know, I received a message from a member basically build an error and realized that that had happened to like 13 other people. And so just started, you know, like cussing and like, it was just like losing my mind and could definitely feel physically myself getting very, very elevated. Uh, that also coincided with like, we're starting to get some new people coming in and stuff like that, which is, which is again, that would be considered eustress because that's very exciting. It's very exciting to get new people in the door. Absolutely. We love doing it. But then you have the distress because of the payment information. Because of the payment information. Yeah. So there was this, a lot of distress and then eustress added to it, which was great. Like, which again, that in its, in and of itself is a great thing. But because I was already really elevated, 
it just added to it. And where so, did you feel your allostatic load at? It was it was too much, like way too much. So how that kind of uh, ended to conclude it is I ended up getting a terrible, terrible migraine, which has not happened to me for years, right? And so it's the combination of just everything going on in the world right now too. Um, and so that's an example that, and, and I really use that as an example because if to show that if you don't address it, your body will address it for you by shutting it down in some way. And so this has happened to me before with, um, in like the form of illness. Like if I just go, go, go with my training, with work, with whatever, and I don't take time to pause and spend time in parasympathetic, then, you know, maybe I'll get sick. Right. Um, or maybe I'll get injured even worse. Yeah. Or actually it depends now because of the pandemic, but anyways. Yeah. But you could, I mean, like Michael said at the beginning, this could go on and on and on to the point where you end up having either a panic attack or actual physical, you know, cardiac issues. Right. Because you're constantly elevated. We haven't even began to delve into the physiological (laughs) pieces that can in there. There's a lot. Right. So all that to say that it is tied together. And again, if you don't create space for yourself to take those program breaks, um, your body will just do it for you. So with all that being said, how do you manage it? So a couple things that with my most recent experience that I I really paused and reflected on. um, The first thing to understand is that uh, the reality of stress is that what makes it a stressor is our response or perception of an incident. Mm. Okay. I'll say that again. The reality of stress is what makes it a stressor is our response or perception of that incident. That's a very important piece. Very important. Because you just, it's hard to identify it. Yeah, it is. So, but I mean, it's just like, like the, the only thing that makes something distress is our internal response to it really is how you think of that, right? So your boss yells at you, you could internalize that terribly and be like, he's right, I'm a piece of shit, right? Or you could be like, all right, that guy is crazy. I'm just, or girl, I'm just not going to let that, I'm just not going to internalize that and let that, I like identify with me, right? Um, And then the other reality is stressors will always be around us externally. Those are never going to go away. So again, that's where that first point becomes very important because, you know, the amount of stress and external stressors, I would say that you experience on a daily basis is, uh, you know, a large amount, hundreds, um, between family, kids, if you have kids, your spouse, friends, work, training, like it's just a lot. So those will always be there. So if you're, if you're someone that's just like, Oh, those things don't exist or whatever, like you probably need to check yourself because it will catch up with you at some point. It's kind of like running away from your problems. Right. Yeah. Like you got to acknowledge that they're there. Yes. And then again, how do you internalize them? How do you perceive them? Uh, Because really it's up to you to choose. Yep. So then there's just like some basic stress management techniques that, you know, these are some things that have worked for me that I know have worked for some people, but 
this is not a comprehensive list. This is just kind of some general places to start. Mm -hmm. So meditation doesn't have to be super long. 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I've had success with that in the past, kind Me of fallen too. off. I think that's the one thing people they take it for like 30, there has to be a 30 minute right. meditation. It doesn't. It doesn't. It can be five, 10, like really yeah. just some breathing, just closing your eyes, going to a different place. Program breaks, I think is important. Sometimes it's hard, especially for us in the industry that we're in. Mm -hmm. We constantly have to be available, but working with people around you, your support system to try to find ways to give each other program breaks. Um, then make sure to do things that you love in those program breaks. So playing with your kids, spending time with your quality time with your spouse, mm -hmm. going like traveling. If you're someone that likes to travel, um, reading a book, uh, going, well, not going to a movie these days, but <laughs> watching a movie that you enjoy. Online shopping. Online shopping Who for I'm, some of which you. Which I am very... My uh, wife. Uh, I'm she in loves the same Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, aren't we all? We're all just consumers. Um, and then address underlying issues this is a big one. You know, uh, is there, are there, are there deeper things at play that are making you more responsive to those stressors? Yes. Right. And now then, we're, this is where this one comes in. Yeah, right. This is where this one comes in. We are not mental health experts, so don't take this podcast <laughs> as that. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is simply just us sharing our experiences around stress and how it relates to training too. So, but this next one, seek out a therapist, right? It can be very beneficial. Understand that your spouse can't really be a therapist for you mm -hmm. um, or your partner uh, and really your friends. I mean, they're there to support you, but it helps to have an unbiased perspective an unbiased professional perspective yep. in a lot of these situations right um four and walls then, of trust four wall trust tree yeah four wall of trust trust tree nest uh and then remind yourself that stress is how we grow ultimately we need it in our lives so it's a good thing sometimes it can feel uncomfortable but again on the other side of that is growth and development and I think that's one thing that does get misplaced sometimes that it's the stress. Yes. There, it's always going to harm us. And then sometimes it just, just has runs its course. Mm -hmm. Then there's no learning from it. Right. I think is one thing that happens a lot. Um, I know that it happens for me in my personal life sometimes too. It, you can't see this on camera, but maybe you can. I usually have this hairband thing on my hand and Ooh. it's to help me understand when I'm stressed and to help me figure out what is my stressor. So I'll give it a little flick to give me an understanding of what the thing that's stressing me out. Interesting. And then the flip side of that is complimenting yourself on, okay, what can I learn from this or how can I get better from that? I see. And I think that's one thing that does get misplaced and you, you hit on it is remind yourself that stress is how we grow. Yes. That's an interesting little call a story there. I did not know that. Yeah. So it's one of the, I learn something new every day. I'm learning to open up about myself here. On That's good. That's good. <laughs> and this is stressful. I'm receptive to it. I appreciate it. Thank you. I accept your openness. Four walls of, tr well, I guess it's not four walls of trust anymore because we're on the podcast. Yes. There's no walls. <laughs> But I'm okay with it. Yes. Um, but with that being said. Avoid the bullshit, folks. There you go. Thank you again for listening to the P13 podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. 
This podcast was produced by Project 13 Gyms and a special thanks to Studio Pod Media for providing the studio space and additional production. Absolutely. You can find us on social media on Instagram at Project 13 Gyms. You can find myself at Kemifan. That is K-E-M-I-F-A-N. How about you, Thomas? Where can they find you on your social media? You can find me at Conway Bunga. That's C-O-N-W-A-Y. B-U-N-G-A. You can also check us out at project13gyms.com. And if you're in the SF area, come train with us at Project 13 Gyms in Lower Knob Hill.